don't know this, then you're behind the times. The only metric that matters is convenience. Rules apply to you. Suddenly you're an advertiser. It's August 9th and time for your Social and Six update. There are some big updates to fill you in on this week and we've summarised the most important bits, including LinkedIn's plans for video tutorials, Twitter's shopping test, and TikTok's venture into ephemeral content. And remember, if you enjoy Social and Six, then please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know. Now, without further ado, let's get started. Stories working well on smartphones isn't the only thing that made them popular. I'd say there are two more key factors to their success. One, the fact that they don't stick around forever, which people really seem to dig. And two, they're great as advertisement vehicles, which advertisers seem to love. First up today, TikTok is testing its own stories feature. Twitter may have ditched its own stories clone and said goodbye to fleets, but that hasn't put TikTok off. The platform has confirmed it's piloting stories as a way to help users bring their ideas to life. It won't replace any existing features, only be an addition, and there's no guarantee it'll make a public launch. Right now, it's only been in testing in markets outside of the US, and they're trying to gauge feedback from users. It has all the standard features of stories, offering photos, videos, text overlays, and AR effects, but where TikTok's version of stories differentiates is by letting users comment publicly on stories, and mutual friends will be able to see each other's comments. You can also see how many people have viewed a story, even if you don't follow those users. To house stories, TikTok's also testing a new vertical feed, and you can also tap on a creator's profile to view their stories. It's similar to TikTok's new live feed in that way, not detracting from the For You page, but still offering users another way to post. Ephemeral TikToks might also be a good way to give users who don't post regularly a low-pressure introduction to TikTok's creative tools. Hey everyone, okay, so hooded eyeshadow tutorial, but this will work for any eye. Apply highlighter onto the brow bone. Now keep it really high up. You don't want too much highlight here, especially on a hooded eye because it can make it look puffy. Next up, LinkedIn acquires how-to video app Jump Rope. Jump Rope is a video app for how-to and tutorial videos. It lets users create step-by-step how-tos using video and still images with presets and overlays. The main Jump Rope app is going to cease to exist while LinkedIn integrates its tools into its own in-platform creator tools as it looks to expand its video offering further. This is the latest in a series of social updates designed to keep creators on side. And as we know, there are plenty of video tutorials on LinkedIn. A native way to create them in-platform could have several uses, not just for in-feed videos, but for things like LinkedIn Learning and even LinkedIn Stories. LinkedIn's creator community is definitely more niche than other platforms, but that doesn't mean they don't appreciate native tools. It's fitting, therefore, that LinkedIn has chosen to acquire and integrate a more specialised video product. With any luck, current Jump Rope users, of which there are around 2 million, could also migrate to LinkedIn to continue creating their tutorials and get more engagement on them. If you take YouTube as an example, LinkedIn says that YouTube videos shared to LinkedIn show a 75% increase in engagement. Of course, LinkedIn will also be hoping this increases posting on its platform, which is already on the up by 50% year over year to be precise. Now, Instagram is testing recommending reels on Facebook. Facebook wants to use its user base to increase engagement and growth for Instagram Reels, and that's why it's testing an option to display recommended Reels in the main Facebook app. The option to recommend your Reel on Facebook is included when you go to post your Reel on Instagram. Over on Facebook, these Reels will be served publicly to anyone on Facebook who the algorithm deems worthy, and anyone will be able to engage with and remix that Reel. 
Now, we know that Facebook's strongest asset is the huge audience it can command through its combined family of apps, so this is a smart move. The fact that recommended reels aren't limited to a creator's audience will boost reach and discoverability tenfold, maybe even rivaling that gained from TikTok's For You page. An Instagram creator also doesn't need to have a Facebook account to benefit from this feature, as the reel would simply be shared with the Instagram username, so it could be a way to grow your profile too. The test is just in beta for now, and there's no word yet on when or if it will be rolled out. The way that it works is they first get all of the potential content that a user may be interested in. So if you follow a ton of different golf pages on Instagram, Instagram are going to go ahead and grab all of the content on Instagram that's about golf. Also from Instagram, the app is testing a vertical feed for its explore section. Instagram's latest test is a new type of feed for explore with the same vertical scroll as TikTok and Instagram Reels. The explore section will remain the same as it is now with posts laid out like a collage, but when you tap to view a post, the Reels-like screen pops up and you can navigate through the post by scrolling down. If you land on a carousel post that contains multiple photos, these behave like stories and users can tap left and right to view them. Now, it's no secret that Instagram has been taking a lot of product design inspiration from TikTok of late, as we've just heard with recommended Reels, but this new Explore page from Instagram could also seek to replicate that and drive more engagement on content from people you don't follow in an interface that users are familiar with. At the moment, I wouldn't worry too much if I were TikTok, as Instagram doesn't have the same algorithmic indicators that make TikTok's feed so personalised, and the comment section isn't nearly as fun. But if this Explore test is a success, it could mark the first steps of Instagram being able to determine what new content people are most likely to enjoy and engage with. I'm going to be shopping for my Pinterest outfits today. So I'm going to go on Pinterest and find some outfits that I love and try and recreate them today. So we are going to go shopping, we're going to make some outfits, I'm really excited about it. Now, Pinterest adds paid partnerships and product tagging. Pinterest is introducing new ways for creators to make money and partner with brands, hence its two latest features, product tagging and a paid partnership feature. And these will let creators monetize their content for the very first time. They'll also be able to tag their idea pins with shoppable products and disclose any partnerships with brands on sponsored content. But it's worth noting that these aren't just for creators. Anyone with a business account can create idea pins and tag them with shoppable products. These tagged products will then link through to products on your website. It means you can guide your audience to go from what Pinterest does best, which is inspiration, all the way to direct purchase. As we know, Pinterest has always been a creator-driven platform, and this new update will not only help creators to build out their businesses, but it also serves to help brands and advertisers to be more visible on the platform. People have been going to Pinterest for shopping inspiration for a long time, 89% of people, according to Pinterest, so it makes sense that the platform would want to help brands and creators convert browsing into sales. Pinterest also said that 77% of weekly pinners are now discovering a new brand or product on Pinterest. So if you have a store, if you're a brand, from your profile page, people will actually be able to make purchases. There'll be kind of like a little uh, module just below your bio and it'll scroll sideways and people can scroll through your products and make purchases. And finally, Twitter is piloting a new shopping section for brands. Twitter's latest test is an in-profile shop, which it's currently testing with a dozen brands. Twitter has been testing new tools for businesses for some time. Early versions of this feature were first spotted in a user survey several months ago, if you remember. The feature will let brands add a shopping section to the top of their profiles, which includes a carousel of featured products for people to browse. If users select a product, they'll have the option of buying it without leaving the Twitter app. 
The shop module, as it's been dubbed, is only being tested in the US right now and is currently limited to English-speaking users on iOS. Now, we know that people already talk about brands and products on Twitter every day. The hope is that this shop module will build a bridge between conversation about brands and products and the discovery of brands and products. Being able to complete a purchase in the Twitter app will also be a first for the platform. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey recently shared his plans to integrate Bitcoin into the Twitter experience, so it'll be interesting to see if crypto makes its way into Twitter's commerce payments. Some very juicy updates this week, and you can see common threads between them, I think. Now, obviously, when I'm choosing which stories to update you on, I'm going to pick the ones that are most relevant to brands and creators. But even so, the majority of updates and new features from all the major platforms are being designed for brands and creators, which of course is good news for marketers as it means lots of new toys to play with. But there's definitely been a shift and we can see the platforms getting more and more competitive about who has the strongest creator audience and who's enabling brand partnerships in the most effective and lucrative ways. Now, while this is important, especially to the platform's revenue and their growth figures, sometimes it's just nice to see an update that's been made for no reason other than to improve user experience. So I do hope they don't lose sight of that while they're busy fighting over influencers. TikTok, sweetie, I'm not talking about you. User experience is actually at peak levels over there. And I'm actually excited to see what they do with stories. I know it's like another platform doing stories, how original, but people do post more freely when they know it's not going to be permanent. But TikTok's already a very open place, so I think it'll only serve to improve the quality of content overall. If you tuned in last week, you'll know that we have a very exciting prize on offer for one of you, and we're giving you an extra chance to put your hat in the ring. So don't forget, if you want to win £500 or euros to spend at Zalando, then go and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and make sure you include your name. We'll now be announcing the winner in next week's episode. Thank you for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please remember to leave us a review on iTunes because it really, really helps and allows us to bring you brand new episodes every single week. This has been the Social Minds Podcast with myself, Theo Watts, Eve Young, and produced by Ollie Thompson. Thompson.